Good morning to Steve Vines. Oh, yeah. I feel quite a lot of people, yes. Excellent. Well done. I've got, I just want to run something past you before we start. So, I'm not very good at mathematics, but I'm thinking... We've had 18 years since the handover, and during that time, we could have built, perhaps, or at least thought about building, some kind of access to the airport, a bridge or a tunnel, an extra one. But the thing that's delaying it now is the Democrats are a bunch of bumheads. Yes. That's so where's the problem there? Right, moving on. They are actually responsible for everything that goes wrong in Hong Kong at the moment. So the answer is not 42. It is, in <laughs> fact, the Democrats. No, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because here you have a situation where this is a perfectly, you may say, normal situation. There is Seems to what, be. <laughs> what we call a cock-up. That's a technical term which some listeners may not be familiar with, but it is a cock-up. What happened was that a tugboat hit the bridge... And the bureaucrats did what they normally did. They went into complete panic mode. They said, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, shut it down, shut it down. So there was a shutdown for two hours. And people said, do you know what? There's a problem here. There's only one way to get to the airport, which is across this bridge. And if it's shut down, you can't get to the airport. I don't know which genius work that out, but even I can kind of understand that. I think the problem here is the top government officials think there's no problem because they just walk across. Well, they, they, and on the water, yes, that's true, uh, particularly Mr C.Y. Leung, who is well known for this. But, but the fact of the matter is that, that <clears throat> A, there is a problem with, with people who are in control of this, who overreact to events, and you can say, well... You know, you shouldn't second judge, maybe, or rather second guess, maybe that there was a threat to the security of the bridge. But, you know, one Here's of the ways... Here's a tug. It's what, coming your way. One of the ways you check it, and goodness knows I'm no expert, is to go and have a look. And apparently it took them over an hour to go and have a look, by which time they had caused this enormous snarl-up, caused backups in the airport, etc., etc. So now you get the aftermath. Now, the aftermath, in, in a sort of civilised government, you say... Uh, uh, well, I tell you what, we're going to set up a committee. Oh, that's right, they did. They're setting up a committee to that's look into That's why they were an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, we're going to issue another 300 clipboards because, honestly, there's just not enough clipboards in government. Never have but enough of them. Once they've done that... but So that's where the normal bureaucrats kick in and they say, no problem too large not to have a committee set up so that everybody can forget that problem because by the time the committee's reported, people have forgotten what the original incident is. But then you have to see why no. See, I'm going to tell you what, another opportunity to blame the Democrats. So, the reason that the airport was almost shut down, and uh, we all deplore this, and you know it's a... God, it's terrible. You know, it's all these people launching judicial reviews, and then there's people questioning us, questioning me. Can you imagine such a thing? And then, uh, 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 one of the problems with this is, actually, there wasn't anything. That, that, that it, by way of judicial reviews that stopped them building another access point to the airport whatsoever. That's just a porky. It ain't true. It's not porky. even vaguely true. Yeah, interesting, this one, because I'm, I'm really assuming there, to be fair, that the rule book does say, if this happens, close it down. Yes. That well, well I, I assume that the rule book, and it must be very big because it's it also says get there a bit quicker than you it did. It may <laughs> say get there a bit quicker, and it may say, you know, find a way of ascertaining what the damage was. Um, before you close it down. But anyway, that's just me. I don't know. I assume what they have is sensors on the bridge and the sensors started um, going... Or whatever they do. Yeah. Whatever they do. I don't know what particular sound they make. And so, you know, it's quite right. Of course, they have to investigate it. Apparently that bit wasn't the... structural. I mean, I'm no engineer, but apparently that wasn't a structural thing. 
Well, it wasn't a structural thing, and it was it was the mast of a tugboat. The idea that the mast of a tugboat could have pulled down that enormous structure, I have to say, strikes me as slightly odd. But hey, hey, it may be the case. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, the big the big thing here is to have this wonderful. You know, it works pretty well most of the time. But there isn't another one. Well, I actually, and, and can I pr- bring in another point about this bridge, which I think has been overlooked in this discussion? Oh yeah, it was built under British imperialism. Oh, well, that's why it's rubbish. So that's why it's rubbish. Yes. Um, the in fact, I remember going to the launch of it with Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> who who. Who, who clearly didn't want to be there. It was a very bizarre event. We were all standing, you know, the, the great unwashed of the press, we were all standing in a sort of corral by the side of Margaret Thatcher, who was scowling for Britain in a most unpleasant way. And, you know, we are very pleased to be here. But, but she's thinking... Looking uh, at the watch. <laughs> saying, we are very pleased to be here, and I've got a plane to catch, and I really want to be not here. So I think... Um, CY has slightly short changes, because it's not just the Democrats who are at fault here, it, it is, is the British... So. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I don't know why that was left out. I, oh. I, I completely don't understand that. Well, that's... I mean, this is an interesting one. It does highlight... Shall we say it does highlight some fundamental... Issues. Is, issues. issues. I've, got one, I've got one for you here, Steve. Oh, and I, I read, yes. I, I'll tell you, one of our news guys gave this to me yesterday and he was bouncing off the walls when he showed me this. It's, it's the um, uh, Standard Working Hours Committee. Chaired, like every committee in Hong Kong, is by C.Y. Lone. Uh, not see why Long. Long Chi Hong. Yes. Sorry. Well, it, the quote is: I read it a bit earlier. So, the SWHC will, upon further deliberating the relevant data, consider taking forward the work on further cons, uh, consultation with major employers associations, blah, 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 so as to collect the views of the SWHC's reference in preparing its report. Blah, 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 and I just want to go, yes, Minister. But, but can I just say? I mean, bearing in count that ZYW stop speaking bad and, Shakespearean, and things and, might start getting and, done. And the XYZ, and not not forgetting the various considerations that need to be considered here to for and here to after. There is in fact a case to be made uh, if indeed the situation is right for a case to be made for this to be considered. You've got to use the word further a few more times. Further, more. And consideration. Oh, and relevant. I always like the way they say the relevant. relevant. You know, they always say the relevant government department and the relevant report and I'm thinking Yes, that would be as opposed to the irrelevant report and the irrelevant government department. You bring up a really good point there. That is um, press release speak, isn't it? Yes. You know, whenever something crashes, we're we're working with the relevant authorities. You mean the fuzz? Or you mean the... Well, why don't you just say you're working with the authorities? I mean, why would you be working with the irrelevant authorities? (laughs) We're working with the bloke in charge of the new stadium. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And we're not, incidentally, working with the Democrats because they will sabotage it. And they're a bunch of bumheads, as I said. They are. They're terrible people. But the the interesting thing here is this... I I mean, if you want to start talking about why things don't get done, not just here, but everywhere, a committee to decide on having another committee. Now, you always make fun of this, but it seems to be the truth. And does that come down to the fact that... Incidentally, I'm not kidding about this committee being set up about the bridge. I know you're not. Absolutely not. But is this because there is an inherent fear of making a single decision... Yes. Is that, I mean, to really simplify... Well, and to diffuse. I mean, because, you know, when, when they say, uh, and, and of course they're not serious, action will be taken. To them, action being taken Press is to set speak. up a committee. Press release speak. I mean, we, you... are, we are moving immediately to set up a committee on this. What happened with the lead in water supply? No, we don't want to blame anyone. We don't want to do anything like that. But we've actually set up three committees to look into that. And you know what? That's much more important than going out and testing water in kindergartens. That was only achieved 
after an enormous public outcry. Yeah. So they're busy and setting that's up committees. That's still cooking, that's isn't still it? cooking. And we will find, I can guarantee to you, we will find more instances in schools and public housing states of contaminated water. But but isn't it extraordinary that when you have a very real and tangible problem, uh, they reach real for and a committee. Tangible. Real and tangible. They're, and but and it, relevant, incidentally. It's when they start using words like pragmatic and rational. And there's me thinking everybody's going to take their trousers off and jump up and down. Why do we have to state that we're going to do this in a measured, pragmatic <laughs> and rational way? So you should, you're professionals. Yes. Well, Absolutely, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, you know, you, 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 you send someone off to do a job, you expect them to be able to do it. I, yeah, I'm going to get really plastered and <laughs> sing wham songs and jump up and down a lot, as opposed to being pragmatic yes. and rational. yes. I, I mean, like like what we are here. Just a on question. The, on the morning brew. Just a question. I mean, th- th- there must be a book of LTTs, L's TT. You know what I mean? Lines to Lines take. Lines to take. And the public, yes. the public is, I would imagine, a bit dulled to all yeah. of this stuff. I've what actually seen, say? I've seen some of those lines to take. Oh, yeah. Um, in, n- not here, actually, in, in, in Britain. Some of those leaked documents about... Well, no, actually, uh, this is due to my shameful past when I used to work in the political sphere. Yeah. And w- the, the ministers who weren't supposed to deal with... I was on the political side. The ministers weren't supposed to deal with political things would show you the briefs that they'd been given of line to take from their civil servants. And, you know, you'd get the most simple question and there'd be these sort of reams of lines to take. And they'd look at me and they'd say, can you underline the one that actually matters? And I'd go... Oh, that says anything? Yeah. Do, do they actually say well, anything? Well, they don't, they don't do that. No, no, they don't. No, nobody can accuse them of saying anything. But, but surely all these committees and things are all on the public dime? Yes. Yes. OK, sorry. Yes. <laughs> are you complaining? Do you think this is not money well hey, spent? Hey, a free biscuit's a free biscuit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, and there's the cup of tea. And the cup of tea. The but cup you have to tea. tender that out. <laughs> Tea for tender. <laughs> tea for tender, yes. But, but, but truthfully, I mean, this is something you must have seen many, many times. I mean, you just want to say, turn it into human beings. So if you want people to, to, to vote for your cause, the public consultation will be happening on X, Y and Z. There's one we heard in the news this morning. Give it to the public in a way they can go, oh, I think they might have a point here. Yeah, but this is why I think now you're getting an enormous backlash against it. It hasn't really happened in Hong Kong, but you look in other places... I mean, why is Jeremy Corbyn the, oh, the leader? Oh, that's dreadful. Tell, tell us all about that. No, what, no, but what why, the Tories why, are doing why to him. is Jeremy Corbyn leader of the Labour Party? Mainly because someone answers a question, he gives an answer, yeah. and people go, "Oh, blimey, that's a bit refreshing, isn't but, it?" But you know what he started to do, and you as a good Labour boy, what he started to do is to read out questions from his constituents, which is brilliant. <laughs> well, actually, members of the public, members, not of, just the, his, members yes, of the public, and, and they are harassing him and insulting him and jumping up and down, and England. I don't know. I mean, people are really getting anti-Tory at the moment. They're thinking this whole thing is the next great Chinese takeaway. Well, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, he really does. Uh, and in the way, incidentally, that Bernie Saunders is, is threatening the system Feel the burn. In, in America, is, you know, the, these are kind of un... Uh, what's the word? They're un, unmodulated, un-something-ated people. They just, just arrive and go, oh... Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's really shitty weather today. I'm going to say that instead of, you know, having regard to the climatic considerations <laughs> which are at the moment. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But there, was it? A really, there was a really funny thing. You know, that, 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 that what you have to do is you always have to demonise people who are quite ordinary. So Corbyn. Corbyn, Corbyn has been, you, you know, apparently he does really terrible things like he doesn't eat meat, uh, which apparently isn't true. Uh, but the real thing that... that 
they think they can destroy him about is they've told the British electorate that he doesn't drink. As you know, in Britain, this is more or less a cardinal offence. It's no, treasonable. No normal person. <laughs> and and I, I, I heard him say in an interview, and one of these interviews says, well, of course, you're not a drink man. He said, well, well, actually, I do drink. I don't know where that story comes and what's from. The point, and what's the point of you <laughs> saying well, that? Well, he just said it sort of as an aside moved on. But, you know, I mean, it's just interesting. The level of demonisation there is against people who just speak plainly. That's got to be the oldest political tactic in the book. It, we're we're well, seeing it, it, ain't, it, it ain't new. Yeah. I, 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 was just, <laughs> I was just listening on the radio as I came in. You weren't. I was. Well, it was actually one of those podcasts, whatever they are, talking <laughs> about um, uh, Robert Caro, you know, the famous biographer of LB, LBJ. Oh, yeah. Who <laughs> was talking of, you know, he, LB, Lyndon Baines Johnson, of course, was the great president who, who is very famous for not taking hostages. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just said as an aside, oh, of course, you know, LBJ is the sort of guy who'll rip your arm off and then hit you over the head with it. And I'm thinking, well, I suppose politics has got a little a little better than that nowadays, but not much. I mean, they just have verbal as opposed to physical abuse. Apparently, LBJ used to actually go in for the old physical abuse oh, yeah. in his younger and greater days. And he was a big fellow, if you remember. I've just, just as Steve's speaking here, I've been just floating through our news this morning. Now, I don't know if this is the way it's written from our side, but here's an example of this thing and we're seeing this more and more stuff about poverty commission um lord kong told rthk existing proposals um they won't support retirees it's all up there have a look so it goes the consultation paper has already come under fire with critics saying the wording of the paper is intended to discredit the proposed universal retirement scheme next line chief secretary carrie lamb has rejected this criticism so and so has rejected this and that's, you know... But anyway, does it matter? So, I so, mean, so you, you know, go, oh, well, I, I, I mean, don't agree. I don't think you're telling the truth. Well, these public consultations are just be below farcical now. I mean, I really love... Seen one? Well, I, I've seen many of them, actually, yes. Do you know where but, they but, are? Well, no, but they, let me give you... It's just because it's fresh in my mind. There was a public consultation, I put that in inverted commas, yep. about the redevelopment of the harbourside in Chimsa Choi, in which every single person, every single person, except for the developer who wanted to redevelop Aha. it, said, you know, this is a bad scheme, it's badly flawed, it will do this, that and the other. And the government said, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> SFX boy. That's a sound effect, in, in case you was wondering. But it's true, though. Know, they reject it. Oh, OK, they reject it. I mean, you, that word but is that, used a lot. But that was just... I mean, that was such a black-and-white case. It wasn't like... Oh, they couldn't even... What they normally say, and, and, and this is line to take, fellas, in LTT. case you... Is, well, you know, views are very deeply divided on this issue. But on balance... We think that the original idea we came out with is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and we will. But consider... this one was views aren't divided; they're all wrong, yeah. and we're right. Forget about it. Next, yeah. next. But, um, we assure you. I will. Oh, the worst one in Hong Kong is. I assure you, we will undertake this most humbly. <laughs> you know, if you want Uriah Heap, go and read Dickens. <laughs> yes. We'll come back after the news. When I'm still in with Steve Vines, we have a real, genuine email. Yes, this is from the the listener. <laughs> the listener this week is Alan. Thank have you, Alan. Yep. Uh, the airport bridge was closed for two hours, so we have to spend another hundred billion for a tunnel or some other amazingly expensive white elephant. The bridge 
uh, was closed, and I think it's the first time this has happened in almost 20 years. Big deal. The airport is closed several times a year for typhoons. Ain't that a fact? Spend the next 100 billion on cheap housing, education, non leaded water pipes. Don't know where he gets these this ideas. This isn't from us, from... by the way. This is no, Alan no. saying this. We, we wouldn't. And then he says, bizarrely, not another effing bridge. <laughs> Honestly, organised existing ferries, couldn't a bunch of high-speed Macau or Disco Bay ferries be deployed to do the job for at least a short time? Uh, to be fair, they actually did try and get the um, ferries organised, and I think they sent one out. Did so they? that was good. One actually made it. Well, no, it went to Disco Bay, then you had to find a way to get from there to the airport on a bus. Somehow it didn't turn out to be as convenient as, as it wasn't. But anyway... Yeah, that's that bridge. Thanks very much, Alan. Morning Brew at rthk.hk. Can what we move on, to, Go on to, to to Facebook, which, okay. which I gather is the coming thing? Ooh. Why do I know it's the coming thing? It's because the chief executive. Three, two, one. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the chief executive, Mr. Siwai Leung himself, opened his first Facebook page last week. Mind you, he shut it again a few hours after. <laughs> I'm just going to read you a cutting from a newspaper which. I dare not speak its name. It says, as of last night, this was just after it had been launched, seven pictures of flowers had been posted to the page, as I well as a profile picture of Leung standing in a garden. In a post, Leung said, and listeners, listen carefully to this sentence, in a post, Leung said he'd opened the account because many <coughs> friends had asked him for tips on how to grow flowers. Our capability Leung. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, he's 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 a terrible man. He's trying to put satirists out of business, and I think this shouldn't be allowed. That's brilliant, um, though. See why Leung's friends have indeed recently had a convention in a telephone box. Unfortunately, there was a lot of space around the edges. But, but... I mean, this is ra random. Is fantastic though. Like you know, green fingers, <laughs> landscape garden. Yeah, get your daffodils, two for a pound. But anyway, let, let's just 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 give you the full picture. So yeah. he he opens the Facebook page, closes it down four hours after it had opened, and then some bright spark discovers that apparently Facebook is one of those bizarre things where not only do you post things, but people post things back again nope. so, no so it came back as a closed access facebook well page, fair's fair but because it's open government no fair's fair <laughs> in the light of the startling success of the police facebook page i can't blame the guy quite that's frankly. true that's true many people have overlooked how successful that was but anyway i i, I think we should welcome this as an initiative in op open government People are gagging to know how C.Y. Learn grows his flowers. How does I, your garden one, grow? How does your garden grow? I, 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 I wake up in the morning and I say to myself, oh, gosh, the biggest issue in Hong Kong today, that must be how C.Y. Learn grows his flowers. And, and you mean you, he's got a garden? Well, not only... The, the, slight, the slight problem I have with that is that, as he's hardly ever in Hong Kong, who looks after it when he's away? I'm just asking. I don't know the Probably, answer. Probably, Steve. Yeah. One way or another... You, me, and the <laughs> listener, Alan. <laughs> All right, then, what else you got this morning? Well, then, then we come on to his able-bodied assistant, the finance secretary, Mr John Jung, who, who has a habit of doing these things. I mean, he does say some sensible things, but he has a habit. At least he habit. keeps his blog alive. He does keep his blog alive, um, and, but he doesn't have a Facebook page, apparently. I mean, I still don't know what that is, but apparently he doesn't have one. But he, he has now used his blog to tell the great unwashed that one of the problems that is faced and and i happen to be one of these people by smes that's people who run small and medium enterprises 
is that we have to pay a lot of money to staff. And he said, do you know what? Even a dishwasher, even a dishwasher in Hong Kong can be paid 12,000 bucks a month. And this is outrageous. I mean, this is really putting pressure on SMEs. And I'm thinking, what? What? Actually, what's really putting pressure on SMEs is rents. Mm. And then there's the second. Then there's the second issue, which is rents. Then there's the third issue, which I think is rents again. So it is just amazing that these highly paid bureaucrats seek out the poorest people in communities to blame for the pressure on business. That's the norm, isn't it? That's the norm. And you know, another big source, and I know this personally, Mm. is for SMEs, is any SMEs who, who provide services for public institutions, including the government, one of the biggest sources of worry is government departments and public bodies are the slowest payers on the world, in the world. So, you you know, you, you, you provide a service for them and they will take, and I'm really not exaggerating, we, we have one account that's three years, three years waiting for settlement I thought, w- I thought w- that with a public body. What about um, these APIs that say within one working month? Yeah, right. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, if you're a yeah, security yeah, guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's to pay. That that's other folks to pay, not them. So you issue an invoice to a public body, and if you get if you get your money in a years, month, well, that that is a, an extreme example. I, I grant you, but um, the norm is three to four months. The norm is three to four months for these people to settle their accounts. Yeah, he has the temer- He's actually in charge. That's why he's called Finance Secretary of the Public Purse. Why doesn't he crack down on government departments who won't pay small suppliers in time? He's in charge of the Finance Department. Why doesn't he do something about these rigged property auctions which which ensure that the whole property market is dominated? I mean, it's a repeated wheel, I know. is dominated by a few big developers who call all the shots. He's, he's the finance secretary. Why doesn't he do something about the myriad of other bureaucratic obstacles that make small and medium-sized enterprise um, business sometimes a nightmare and highly obstructive? You know, we just saw another one on those balmy international comparisons and Hong Kong apparently has become two steps less competitive than it was last year. I mean, I'm not very interested in these services, but the fact of the matter is... That, that, that he is he is one of the senior officials in a bureaucracy that's run riot. And the main reason it's run riot is it's got too many people with too little to do. And it's as simple as that. But, hey, let's blame the dishwashers. I think that's, that, that's absolutely the way to go. What is, to your knowledge, the reason... And he's absolutely speaking the truth, and I can assure you, I know this. What, to your knowledge, is the reason why they... Three years... What happens when you ring them up, Steve? Oh, oh I, I'll give you. Uh, um, oh, the the, the uh, oh, the invoice had you know had one word misspelt in it. Therefore, we're sending it back. Oh, the person who's dealing with this is on leave. Uh, the person who's authorising this is on leave. Well, we've sent it to Can the. Can I just say it again? Three years. Yeah, I know. That's it not... goes on and on and on. The person who's authorising it is on leave. Oh, we've sent it off to the payments department, but they lost the paperwork. I mean. You know, I could give you every excuse in the book. Basically, it's they're not fit for purpose. I don't think that they're not going to pay. It's just, well, this is your problem, isn't it? We'll, we, we'll pay you when we're ready. And incidentally, you know, this has been, you know, some of us have worked a whole half hour today and we're just flat out. Yeah. 
And when he says paperwork, he does mean paperwork. There are rooms with stacks <laughs> and stacks. It's like going to the bank in Harry Potter. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean... Uh, so we do need the Information and Technology Bureau to get us onto Google Chrome. Oh, don't even start on no, that. No, 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 please, please. Is that some of those interweb things? I'm sure I'm sure they're very wonderful. And uh, But one way of doing this would just uh, issue an edict from up top and say, you know... Get your act together. You, you'll get your act together, and if you don't, there will be consequences, but... No, no. Let's blame. Let's blame dishwashers. Do you know anything? These high-earning dishwashers. It's a bit I mean, of a bad. High-earning dishwashers. Go on, John Chung. You live on twelve thousand. I mean, actually, I happen to employ dishwashers. That's so why I, know. I think it's quite a moot point. So, isn't so it? I know it's that, that's not even true. But never mind. Um, you know, you what, go and you then, go and live on. What, what on are they going to earn? Not necessarily in your company, but in any generally across the board. What are, what's a, what's that? I kind would of... say a more typical wage for a dishwasher is between nine and eleven thousand. More typical, oh, and yes, more likely to be mean. nine. No, it ain't. It's just that's just no, porky. That. That's saying. just a porky. <laughs> <laughs> that's just nonsense. But the thing I is, mean, yes, I'm sure there are some some who are working in 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 big hotels and what have you, and they may well. What he, of course he doesn't mention is they may well be working a twelve hour day for that. I mean, it's outrageous that they're getting anything approaching a living wage. I thoroughly deplore it. I think that really they should be working for half of that and be very pleased. I think so, too. I think that's more than enough. I, start, I only talked about the Standard Working Hours Committee because I wanted to... And there's a whole page of this drivel. Yeah, I it, kid you it, not. It's very good. Um, but Standard Working Hours, when it comes to that kind of... The small potatoes, as people like to say here, what, what's the deal with Standard Working it Hours? It ain't going to happen. I think it's as simple as that. I mean, the problem with so this is... It's not feasible. Oh, I think it's perfectly feasible. But, but but the people who stack all these committees who decide these things ha- have been told, you know, don't do it. What it's... what do they stand to lose? Let's put it that way, if it happens. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is a fact that if, if wages go up, that is, a, that is pressure on costs and it could re- reduce, reduce profitability. Yeah, I mean, that that's all true. I'm not denying any of that. And, and the idea... I mean, because, let's face it, at the bottom end of the pay scale, wages are so low in Hong they Kong are, are. that you've got far too many people. I mean, you know, you've got people of very senior years sort of standing around in, in shabby corridors of housing estates providing security services. These are all jobs that actually don't need to be done. Now, I don't want to do these people out of a job because I know it's that or nothing because they ain't going to get a pension that they can live on. So I, I fully support the fact that they're being employed, and I would only really be in favour of labour savings being made there if there was a safety net, which there isn't. Yeah. So you have a system where you have many, many, literally hundreds of thousands of people in Hong Kong doing non-jobs, and one of the reasons they're doing it is because they're so cheap. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you the question that I've asked you once a year, every, every, every you know, year that we've been doing this, in a minute... What is the big deal about having a rent cap in Hong Kong? But before that, a quick turn to the left and to read out an email from Mike, I've only just noticed, completely different stuff. He said, have you noticed the recent proliferation of redundant words in the English language, the Americans primarily being responsible? For example, outside of, inside of, return back, watch on, and the double use of of, of, e.g. off, <laughs> off. Uh, because newsreaders are adapting this style, or adopting this style, it's becoming more common, standard practice. I always thought we were supposed to keep the number of words to a minimum to enhance readability. There you go. That's our Thailand correspondent, Mike. That's our Thailand correspondent. Hmm. Uh, may I say to Mike... That Inside of. <laughs> I think taking a measured and, um, uh, and... And can I say leveraged view of this to the 
appropriate authorities that really I, I don't understand what he's talking about. Yes, Minister. Right, let's get back to this. Why can't we have a rent cap in Hong Kong? It's almost like people... You know, you imagine in a room saying this, they'd all go, ooh, everybody what, what, would stop what and... What, the, 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 you, you turn that question on another angle, and, the, and which then provides the answer. Why are we not having a, a mechanism that affects the most powerful people in Hong Kong who control everything and don't like it? I think there's an answer buried in that. I don't quite know what it is, but... <laughs> Work it out. But it's just, you know, you see you see everything going down the pan, and you've said the word rent several times, and it really does seem to be that, and, and I'm scratching my head here. And, you know, you don't need to be a genius of, of any kind of business school. You, 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 you go and speak to anybody who's in my sort of business, the old food business, or anybody who's operating an office or a retail shop or what have you, and... There's never anything that they say other than our biggest problem is the rent. Well, that's true, it, though. It, 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 it's just... I mean, the only people who don't complain about this are the people who own their own premises and tend oh, to yeah. be big landlords. Rah. So they're all right, so that's OK. But, I, I mean, mean it's, it, I don't think it's... I don't think it's... It's wrong to ask this question. It's, it's taking so many casualties with it. It's just, let's put it down to it, abject greed. I was in... I was in... As it so happens, it's not... Nothing to do with my own business. I was in a restaurant last night where the fellow has moved his restaurant now three times yeah. to to stay one step ahead of the landlord. And guess what? He's moving a fourth time. He's caught up with him. No, he's moving a fourth time. I just don't... You know, yeah. they go from... South and he's going further and further. You know how, because rents are so high for, for these small restaurants, they go further and further up buildings. So he's on the sixth floor now. He used to be on ground floor sites. He then went to... I think he went to... A, second or third floor flight. He's now on a sixth floor yeah. um, establishment and, and the building is smaller. This is somebody who makes perfectly good food. I thought the rent and was high. As, I, think the rent, I thought it went higher as you went higher, except no, for the ground, ground floor. Ground, ground level is always the... Location, location. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ground level is always highest. But, well, sometimes you, you pay a premium for being on a roof because if you've got... A really high floor, yeah. The middle ones are cheaper. Yeah, yeah. What do you know about the proposed universal pension scheme because it, it's sort of, I'm looking at another news article here, second paragraph says critics have accused the government of abandoning more neutral language for leading descriptions in the Chinese well, this language is in the version This is in yeah. the consultation, alleged consultation study. Yeah. So Carrie Lam's insisted quote unquote that the government's characterisation of a proposed universal pension scheme as assistance for both rich and poor is a honest, is an honest description um, that is in no way misleading well I'm already mislost yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit. Do you know, do, do you know anything about this? Oh yeah, it's a so-called consultation exercise on on the provision it's a great of a universal scam, isn't it? consultation. Uh, yeah, I know it's not going to happen, is it? But it's on on the provision of of you could call it universal pension, or you could just call it a pension. And again, why is this being held up? Because the government that has some of the largest fiscal reserves on the planet says, oh, we can't afford it. And anyway, if you gave out the money, a lot of it would go to the poor. And we really don't want that, do we? Because some of them are dishwashers. Dishwashers. <laughs> God, uh, and those dishwashers. Do you th I think they're up there with cello players. As, 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 oh, uh, as... gosh, I'm so glad you brought me back to this. <laughs> so apparently now, these guys, it doesn't rain, but it pours for these fellas. Now, uh, musicians or whatever can apply for some pass. Yeah, and and apparently they can get it within seven days. You it's know, a the great big, system. The big flaw of this thing is not everybody either lives here or comes from the mainland. Many, many people come to Hong Kong and they're tourists from wherever. They still do exist. They don't, I mean, they don't live here. They want to go on the subway and they've bought some shopping or they've done this. And 
and they're going to get nobbled for something. They're, what? What? What have I done? Where am I? It's yeah. not just about me in my own backyard. But why? But but let's just go back a step. What is the purpose? Mm-hmm. What is the purpose of registering your cello, or, 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 or dangerous your, cello, or, or an oboe, or, or whatever it is, or you a piano? Numpties. <laughs> Well, you can't apparently register double bass because that's too big. But I've never... I, mean, I, I in, don't in, think in, most in people fairness, schlep around double fairness, basses. You know, in, fa- in fairness, I think cello is about the biggest I've seen on the MTR. But you know what? Cello players do deserve to get to their gigs or their lessons. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go and harass little schoolgirls in white dresses with a cello. I think you should. They really, really need to should. back the you-know-what up but, on this. But, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, this is, of course, a safe... A face-saving thing. I don't know what it because, is. Because, well, I think it's, it's plain as the nose on your face. I mean, the FCC did... Uh, the FCC... The, I shouldn't say that. The MTRC did something stupid, which was to, to go around harassing people carrying um, but they're still doing musical it. instruments but they're on, on the MTR. So instead of saying, I'll tell you what, we made a bit of a mistake, we're going to stop doing it, they said, oh, well, this is actually a very big problem, so we're going to solve it by getting more men in clipboards to register them. <laughs> 